What's up, Taking Sides fam? Hey everyone, you're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. What's up, you guys? Good to be with you. Hope you guys are faring well. Hope you're healthy. If you did get the global pandemic sickness, COVID-19, hope you recovered. Gosh, weird, weird time. But we're ready to just be sitting here and hanging out with you and answer some of your relationship questions. But more specifically, you guys have exceeded expectations and sent us a plethora, a true plethora <laughs> of weird food things that you yeah. eat. And we want to just slam through these also there's one that i'm seeing right now titled poopery and morning sickness i really want to hit that i one. love poopery from costco we have the lemon one also I, there's one called corona drama i can't tell really corona drama this one oh i thought you meant there was a poopery scent called po- corona drama oh yeah it <laughs> smells like, like coronavirus it smells no, great i can't decide if i like it really the love scent it. is strong it's powerful. It's potent. It's as strong as poop. It's just a different scent. Well, I would rather smell lemony poop than just poop. Straight up poop. Let's read. Let's just, we'll start with this one. The poopery one? And we'll go into the food. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll do, we're just mixing them all up. The food with the other relationship things as, as we did with the last one. Okay. This as, one is as from. As we always do. We should. I love the food things mm-hmm. and others. Well, with we the, put the, out the call. We put out the, the back call. the last podcast for the, the old folks sayings. sayings. Or the, just the family, the traditional pass down down home sayings right. such as Dallin's grandpa says no tv world lights on <laughs> sun's out or wait no, <laughs> no tv world sun's out he also would say he also says how clean your room is is a reflection of how your life is going he also says no air conditioning after 5 p.m <laughs> he says no air conditioning all he said, day no he says after five he turns it off oh after five i know this because i had a big fight with him about it like a yeah. big a big bless fight. his heart bless his heart we love him I did, but I did fight with him about air conditioning. So I'm very, it was just hard. I'm very knowledgeable about his air conditioning stances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This one's from Carlia. Carlia. So I heard your podcast. I'm a couple behind right now. And I heard you talking about the scent poopery leaves. Oh, leaves? It leaves, a st- uh, it fills the home. The leaves? Everyone? Do they sell leaves no, too, wait, not just spray? The scent. Oh, wait. The scent leaves. that it leaves. Okay. <laughs> I read leaves and I thought they were actual leaves. Everyone knows that you've used the bathroom. Not you, just any, whoever has used it and also used the bathroom, it's known. It's It's like, oh, I guess you just took a dump. Well, I mean, they would know either way. Might as well have a lemony scent. It works really well for Dallin because he hates using the fan. I hate this fan. Because it makes, he doesn't like the sound. All right. Shortly shortly after we found out I was pregnant. Okay. I guess they got poopery for their wedding and moved to California with her now husband. Mm -hmm. Shortly after we found out I was pregnant. Well, during my pregnancy, I was sick for 13 days and lost 17 pounds before I went to the doctor. My husband was military and they couldn't get me in for a while. Yep. Well, during the whole time, I would use the poopery as air freshener 
Not just for the bathroom because it was the only thing that made my morning sickness subside. No and way. And it was only when I smelled it. Wow. It helped her morning sickness. I'm going to use it next time I'm it's pregnant. It's just, it's lemons. It's lemon essential oil, right? It's hard Maybe to know. Maybe that's what it is. Ooh, that would be, I would want to see, I wonder if there's any like essential oil scents because I get really yucky morning sickness. Yeah. Like for the next, Maybe it's for different when for we every person. That would be cool to like try out if any of, I bet there's things written down like, oh, this essential oil is really great for morning it's sickness. It's probably just dependent on the person because it's like aromatherapy, right? Yeah. Uh, the whole time I would use the poopery as air. Okay. <laughs> and that's when I smell it. My just husband. spray it everywhere. My husband hates the smell. It's Uh-oh. strong. <laughs> it is strong. But uses it in the bathroom because he smells. Right. I am pregnant again, and he refuses to let me buy poopery this time you around. You know what? He, although that, I haven't needed it for morning sickness, who knows when it will come around? Right. This is. I not, don't think he has any say here. This is not his call. You get on this, Amazon this right is now. Hundred percent. You're you're the pregnant one. Whoever's barfing their face off gets to choose. Growing a human inside of their belly, having all their guts turn around, and being uncomfortable for nine months gets to choose. You, this, you need to be like listen honey i respect that you kind of don't like the scent that's like but i have a lot of other shiz going on yeah like you don't withhold the medicine when it works just because it smells a little bad for you like it's just a lack of empathy i would just start throwing up in a bowl next to him (laughs) like pam when dwight's (laughs) cracking eggs on the desk Be like there is one thing that would stop this yeah do I buy it and hope he gets over it even though I don't need it yet or wait until I need it for his sake? No, you have it in stock. Buy it, for... girl. You need it. And your husband has to understand. You or whether make... or not he does. Have him listen to it's this. It's like you're a human too. And you don't just like... If... You guys both have rights. If you're barfing and this works to stop the barfing, at a time when you can take nothing because you don't want to hurt your baby, you buy it and you use it until it's gone. Yeah, she says, we have since moved again and went from a one-bedroom apartment to a three-bedroom house, so plenty of spaces for him to go if he doesn't like the scent, in my mind. Even more, even all the more reasons to just buy it. But even if it was still one bedroom and it made you not have morning sickness, 100%, you totally deserve it. Whoever's barfing gets to choose. If your husband's best argument is that he just doesn't like the smell, too bad, Again, that's when I would be like, okay, I'll just carry around my bowl and find you every time I need to throw up. (laughs) Will that make you feel better? P.S. My two and six-year-old love the pancake on a stick, as they call it. From Sam's Club, remember? Breakfast corn dogs. Oh. Yum. Good to know. I bet our kids would love that. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Anything you can dip in something and eat it, they love. Seriously, I want to buy corn dogs for that. Well, Carly, I think it's pretty clear. Uh, Your husband should definitely put up with a minor lemon scent that he doesn't quite jive with. Because it cures your morning sickness. Like, there's a big difference here. For the record, we bet he... I'm sure he's a great guy. And he yeah, just really sorry. hates the All smell. we've been doing is bashing We're him. We're bashing him. Sure, he's great. Just a little lack of empathy on his part uh, with regards to the poopery. Right. But again, just buy it. Why? We don't need to come to a consensus on can, every decision, people. Just buy it. Like, if it's not a... like. One thing that I've learned is that Ashley is a human just like me, and we also just happen to be living together. You know, I came into marriage with all these expectations that we would be the exact same person and like all the same things and conform to the other in this perfect united one... That's a man. That's that a fantasy. That hit him like a brick wall. <laughs> I thought that, yeah, and that was combined with all sorts of other things and interpretations of, you know, Me. so like. I do not like the snow. And I'm like, oh, crap. So, yeah, um, you have your own things. He has his own things. This is one of those things, like, especially if it cures your morning sickness, which is horrible. Yeah. Like, just buy it. It just having it a on deal. hand. Like, so I had Zofran with George. I had way worse morning sickness with George, and they, like, 
said that I could use Zofran. Okay, unless it's like a, sorry, I'm cutting you off. Unless it's like a sickness thing that I don't know if for some reason he gets super sick or something, but it sounds like he just doesn't like he the does. smell. Okay, With go on. James, I was less sick, but oh my goodness, there's a mouse in our window. Oh, oh get the kids. Hello, little mouse. Hold on. We're going to go to a commercial break. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Thanks, you guys, for joining us. Hope you guys are doing well, as always. Stay tuned for more Taking Sides, the Marriage Podcast. Okay, we're back. Uh, we grabbed the camera and started a vlog no. <laughs> with what we just filmed. Yeah. So with what we just recorded. Dallin ran and told the kids because right now during quarantine, seeing a mouse in our window well is basically like going to the zoo. The most exciting thing that's happened in two weeks. Then I started the rescue effort because I will not. Here's, here's some backstory. Last winter, a mouse fell into our window well, unbeknownst to us until the snow melted and we saw the, a dead mouse. We, I was not going to let another mouse die on our watch. So I got a Minky Couture blanket bag. Minky Couture is our favorite blanket place. P.S. We have a code. What's our code for Minky, Dallin? Dashley's 45. Dashley's with an S. Shameless plug. Dashley's 45. Dashley's 45. You'll get 45% off any Minky blanket. And they are the comfiest blankets in all, all of the land. All of our kids use them. I'm literally wrapped in one right now. We recently bought one and I had a bag that it came in. Okay. So I take the bag outside. I climb into our window well and the angel mouse is hiding under a box because we have a lot of trash in our window well. You'll see it if you look in the vlog. And he was actually fairly cooperative. Only <laughs> took a little bit of prompting and he climbed into the bag. I took the bag out to a field by our house and we released him. Wonder and he didn't like the field now. though. He like ran out as fast as he could and then hid in the grass. Yeah, we went on a walk. There's like a few, field a few blocks away. It's probably not a good field because it has no grass. It's like Hawk Central. It's kind of... So you want to get eaten, come live in this field. <laughs> good luck, little mouse. <laughs> good luck, little he mouse. He has better chances than he did in our window well. He does. Thanks to you. Thanks to me. You're a real savior for that mouse. Right. I didn't touch him at all. Just so everyone knows, I don't want him as a pet and I didn't touch him and I was a little bit scared of him, but I didn't want him to just watch him slowly die in my window well and I didn't want to kill him. Mm -hmm. So he was released into a field. Goodbye, mouse. And James named him Dickie. Dickie. <laughs> George <laughs> named him. Wait, we asked George, but then you said his name was. Oh, I said I called him Buster Blue. Buster Blue. And he's like, it's Buster Blue. And then we asked James and she said, Dickie. <laughs> Dickie, <laughs> Dickie mouse. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyways, here's our next email. You wait, guys. wait, 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 wait. Let what? me finish up the last one. All in all, we think you should do what you want and not listen to anyone else's advice because you're pregnant and you should do whatever makes you feel better. There we have it. Okay. This one is called, is he serious? That, probably. If that title doesn't get you to <laughs> read. I don't know what is. will. Let's see. People usually are serious though. Right. Because nobody's wrong in their own mind. People always have a reason to do what they're doing. I have a filter. I have... As I've grown into a woman. A mature woman. <laughs> I've added many filters to my brain. Yeah. And one of them is if if I'm about to say, are you serious? I usually don't. I just think it. Because, Probably good. Because you usually are. Because it usually starts off on the wrong foot. Like me thinking you're an idiot doesn't help the situation. That is not a good way to start a <laughs> Or me verbalizing that I think you're an idiot. <laughs> At least if you want the conversation to go anywhere productive. Right. So I just don't say it. 
Yeah, that's really good. That's a good rule. We should have a segment called Ashley's Filters. <laughs> Ashley's Filters. How to live a happy life. <laughs> unfiltered and unfiltered Ashley. Filters by unfiltered oh. filters. Oh, I thought it was going to be like Ashley Unplugged. But talking about your filters that help you live a happier life, there's another One segment. of my other filters is, Dallin and I talked about this the other day. I don't tell Dallin to spend money or not to spend money. I will voice my opinion, but it's not up to me whether Dallin spends the money that both of us make. Mm-hmm. It's I can and spend likewise. money or Dallin can spend money, it but it's not lesson. my job to be in charge of the money. And it's not his job to be in charge of the money. Maybe it's my job to reassure her that I'm not g- acting rationally or something. This has been a new thing. It's a new filter. Like Dallin comes up to me all the time and he's like, oh, I just want to raise her. Like he's asking my permission. Because of course I, think I want you to be just like, in on it a little bit. I think bit. it's like a cultural thing where like you need someone's permission and I'm just like. I'm like, it, just for a bigger purchase like that, we would want to talk it no, over. No, right. And I'm like, this is my opinion, but it's up to you. Like just because it's. I it, just don't want you to resent me because it's our money. Well, I'm not. And it's bigger than I guess I was purchase. just putting it out there that this is how I feel about money. Like just because I don't want something doesn't mean we can't have something. Right. Because it's not like it's your money too. Uh-huh. That's all. And I just don't want to be your no the podcast. Girl. I'm like, headed to the dealership. I don't want to be the, <laughs> just kidding. like some people have like, you know, like a yes, like a yes man. I don't want to be your no person uh-huh. where you like voice your dreams to me and you only follow the ones that I say yes to. Yeah. I used to do that to Ashley just so I could blame her for things subconsciously. <laughs> I was never actually realizing that's what I was doing. <laughs> right. That subconscious is a good one to add in. Yeah. I used to do that to Ashley all the time just so I could hate her. <laughs> And contempt because would happiness build up. is just too Contempt fun. would build up. And you got to take responsibility for your own actions. Not blame your spouse. That leads to nowhere fun. Right. So Partnerships I, are good. Dallin has the best songs. Not a D. You can come to this podcast. We'll make a Daniel Tiger for adult couples. Mm-hmm. When you're... What's the one we're singing to George all day right now? Stop. 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 It's okay to feel angry, but it's not. Not not okay to hurt someone. <laughs> there we go. That's like on repeat in our house. That right one now. and the potty one. The potty one has had no effect. Yeah, it's just a fun he, song. Well, at this it's point. also just maybe he's not. I mean, he's doing some good, but he's it's doing like great. 50-50. Maybe sixty forty. You know sixty he's in the potty forty, a hill and, and he's walking forward and not is, backwards. Yes, and we're trying to just not make him scared and anxious about the potty. Just which turns out we're really good at doing that. We are. George. He's taking a sweet time. George like stands for a second and does nothing. And we're like, are you going to the bathroom? (laughs) All right. Anyways, back to this one. Don't send your kids to us to be potty trained because we are not good at it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not a business that we we are currently in anyways. It's not. Potty training of children. Don't ask for our advice. Send them to our potty training camp. I will not be making that vlog how I potty trained, or I could, how I potty trained my child in one and a half years. (laughs) (laughs) The vlog. Still work. Dot, dot, dot. Still working on it. The vlog is 10 seconds long. I haven't and I'm not. (laughs) We're still working on it. Next video. All right. This one. Is he serious? Hello. I just wanted to start by saying that I love your podcasts and vlogs. Keep doing what you're doing. All right, here is my question. I've been with my fiance for seven years this June. There was a bit of an age gap between us. About six months into our relationship, he proposed. I asked him to wait a little longer because I wasn't quite ready yet at the time. He was perfectly fine waiting and said he understood. About a year and a half later, I brought up marriage again. We discussed it. I told him I would like to marry him whenever he's ready. Fast forward to last July. We are still not married. Okay, are you so, engaged? Uh, I guess they're engaged. They've been engaged. Maybe unofficially engaged or have had the conversation i don't know 
So, okay, so they've been together for seven years. And this happened like six years ago, I guess, five and a half years ago. So they've been floating along for five and a half years, unofficially engaged. I am just not that girl. Yeah. I would have, like, I did it to you. I was like, so. Well, I was ready to move. I know, but like, too. I would have done it to anyone. Like, do you, do, are we, like, if we're moving in, I need, like, if, if we're getting married, I need to know because mm. I need to tell my work that I'm going to stay here or not stay here. I don't know. Maybe this isn't an issue for everyone. I'm just not like the type of girl to just like float around in unknown. Yeah, me neither. I hate it's like that the worst void, feeling. lukewarmness, just neither not hot knowing nor what's cold. Going down, I would just be like, you guys are obviously close, and you're obviously friends, and you're obviously intimate. Well, let's see. Let's finish the email. Fast forward to last July, we're still not married, despite me being very vocal about wanting to be. Every discussion concerning our future ends in an argument. I decided we need to call it quits. We decided to get back together in September and a month later he proposed again and I accepted. Okay. Ooh, okay. Okay. So today we are still not married and he refuses to talk about setting a date. He says he will marry me but does but does nothing to prove it. Hmm. I feel like he only got me an engagement ring to keep me in the relationship. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I feel like you're kind of pitting us against him and I... I don't want you to take like what we say as like ammo against him. You know, I don't want to be I don't know. I think like he has very valid feelings. Everybody's feelings are valid here. From what we know, we're going to just speak on from what we know, from what I know from you, your side of this story. I don't know why it's up. I mean, it's obviously up to him. Maybe like if he doesn't want to marry you, he doesn't want to marry you. So do you want to be in a, do you want to be engaged to someone who doesn't want to marry you? This is what we get like all the time reading these questions. And the more we've talked with our marriage therapist, I realize like they are where they are and you are where you are. And you just got to get real and stop playing the game and say, look, here's where I am. If you're not there, like, what are we going to do about this? Because my feelings are just as valid as yours. Yours are just as valid as here's mine. One. Here's like, a good conversation. What are we going to do? Dallin, you be the boyfriend and I'll be her. Okay. I don't know his name. I'm going to call you Tom. Okay. Hey, Tom. I've just been thinking a lot today, and I felt like when we got back together after breaking up, that that kind I just took that as meaning you wanted to get married. And now when we talk about getting married, you act like you act like you don't want to get married, or at least that's what I'm what I'm catching from your vibes. And that makes me feel confused. And I just want to know, like I need to know if I'm going to stay in this relationship that either a you want to get married sooner than later because that's what I want or B, you don't want to get married. And if you don't want to get married, then I'm probably going to move on. What do you want to do, Tom? I don't know what Tom would say. <laughs> he obviously has very real like, feelings that why he feels the way he does. And it's something, some emotions that he's experiencing around marriage that you're going to have to boil down to when you talk to and him. And Tom's totally allowed to have these feelings, but if, we don't know if, if they're being detrimental to your the life path that you want to walk and the goals that you have and if you feel like you're kind of being tricked in this relationship like he's just in, uh, proposing to you to like kind of like simmer you down and to app up to uh to path, just kind of pacify like, you yeah like just pacify you then let's get real or let's not play yeah life's too short to keep playing the game you could just say shout that every Tom, episode it feels like you're playing this weird I want to marry you, but actually I don't want to marry you game. And I feel confused and it's honestly a little bit hurtful and it's kind of annoying. 
because I thought you wanted to get married to me when you proposed to me. And now it feels like you don't. Mm-hmm. But try not to run with narratives that you're telling yourself in your head. And he's going to tell you all sorts of narratives and stories in his head. Try to boil it down to how you're feeling. Boil it down to your emotions behind it. I feel scared. I feel hurt. I feel insert emotion I think that's really great. But I also think it's important to understand what the person, the narrative, the person thinks is happening. Say it like that. Say, this is the story I'm telling myself in my head. Like, I need to know the stories in your head around marriage. It feels like this to me. It feels like this. This is what I'm getting from you know like this is how i interpret you are like you not wanting to get married you know and then let him i don't think it needs to be but then let him just let him like clarify but leave you know giving each other that breathing room not just making declarative statements about the other person right but like like get it out there though totally yeah just from a place of how you're feeling just know it's better to just know it is. So have the real conversation, boil it down to the emotions and just say how you feel. It sounds like it's obviously getting emotional and you're both getting defensive, defending yourselves. Just try really hard to listen to where he's coming from first before you justify your position and all that. You got to seek well, for, to just the classic idiom, seek first to understand and then to be understood. Right. Both are important, but first you have to understand them or else they're never going to listen to what you have to say because they're too busy like defending themselves because you won't like validate feel like their feelings. She's to a point where it almost doesn't matter like, "Hey Tom, when you proposed to me, did you actually want to get married anytime soon?" What? I, I would just say that. Well, that like, sounds kind of like what no. if you started it like I love you. I I'm so committed. Sometimes I fear that you're not as committed to me because every time we discuss marriage, like it it, turn, it ends in an argument and you, you seem to shy away from it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Giving them all the room to to talk and to be. Right. Right. Maybe I wouldn't do it that way just because I would be, I, I feel fed up for you. Yeah. But yeah, it's been five years of this. So like if just, there really is some game going on, like just, I would call it quits for sure. All right. Should we move on? Don't propose unless you want to get married. Let's do a food one, Ash, shall we? Shall we okay. mix it up a little bit? Okay. Food from Shannon. Hey, guys. I love watching vlogs and listening to your podcast during my long drives to work. Well, I hope you're still able to be uh, working these days. This was only sent yesterday, so it sounds like you still get to work. Hopefully, you're staying safe at work, friend. Uh, first off, Dallin's concoction of a sandwich actually sounds really good. Ha! But I love peanut butter on anything. I've even eaten peanut butter pickle sandwiches when I was a child. Oh my gosh. That's Gee, there one. we go. Do you that was do one that? of the things that we read on that article. Oh, right, 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 right. Peanut butter pickle and sriracha. Did you put sriracha on it, Shannon? But I agree with Ashley on keeping the yolk runny for sure. A weird breakfast creation that my mom always made me that isn't so weird is pancakes with sweet corn mixed into the batter. That sounds okay. like. Sounds very Southern. That sounds. I sw- Isn't that I've like a eaten, Johnny cake? I don't know, but I've eaten that before some was it like cornbread with corn in it cool story huh <laughs> i've i've eaten something like that once i think there's my story okay stop the conversation with sweet corn mixed into the batter cooked and then put a sunny side egg up between with syrup on top i wow. just don't like syrup and eggs you don't well i don't like eggs I'm, i only like the yolks the whites freak me out yeah ashley They're dips slimy. her toast into the yolk it's like eating slime and then i eat her egg whites with ketchup and I have a fourth opinion on the quarantines thing. I'm actually 10 weeks pregnant with my husband and I's first baby. So I got pregnant and found out 
about found about out about it almost right before all this happened and it's partially taking the excitement out of surprising people because so many people are going to assume and joke about it being a quarantine baby and have done so when it's something we've been hoping and trying for for a while either way i'm grateful to be pregnant even if it's just under scary circumstances hope i don't sound dramatic it's just a frustrating time no we totally feel you shannon on top of it i hate like drama around yeah. pregnancy so if they're like pregnancy is like, already dramatic enough if everyone's just every time you announce that you're pregnant they're like oh because like it all started during the quarantine i would just want to kill everybody uh-huh. not kill them literally just be i would be really angry right on top of it all i'm a healthcare worker so that's why she's still driving to work well you are a hero shannon thank you for all that you're doing as a healthcare worker ever so everyone's afraid of what could what it could mean for me let did thank she you guys. say that? Or did she, she said lay sigh. Thank you guys. Much love, Shannon. Man, thank you for all you're doing, Shannon, as a healthcare worker. Please stay safe and especially being pregnant. Yeah, is, congrats. Is scary. Congrats and stay safe. We will safe never and... assume that you got pregnant during this quarantine. No. Because we know the true story. We got your back. All right. This one's from Emily, Boundaries and My Dad. That's the title. Okay. I'm Emily. Hey, hey, Dallin and Ashley. I'm Emily and I'm 20 years old. I absolutely love your vlogs and the podcast. You guys do amazing work, and I'm so grateful that your family is a part of my life. Well, that's so nice. Thanks, Emily. I would really like your thoughts on an uncomfortable situation I'm in with my dad. A little bit of a backstory for you guys. My dad has always been a super private person, and sometimes it's like pulling teeth to try to have a conversation with him. My parents got divorced 10 years ago, but my mom is still the first person he talks to when something happens in his life. And ever since their divorce... My dad and I have had a rocky relationship. We'll go through phases where we hang out a lot and text and text every day and alternate that with not talking or seeing each other for months. Here's the situation. Back in January, my dad was diagnosed with stage one cancer. It's a super common one that has a really high survival rate. Oh, well, that's good. He told my mom days before he told me and even told her that she could tell me so that he didn't have to. I'm texting him regularly now, trying to see him more so he feels like he can talk to me or ask me for help if he needs it, but he's been really vague in what he tells me. It's been two months of this now, and most of what I know about his cancer and treatment has come from my mom, his ex-wife of 10 years. Finally, I decided to say something about it, so I congratulated him on having a treatment plan in place that will very likely not be affected by coronavirus craziness. After I did that, I sent him this. See the attachment. I made sure to word it in a way that you guys would be proud of. Oh, good. I've learned so much from you. When he responded, he was abrupt. Right, let's read the text real quick. Uh, she said, okay, this is all we have. And just for reference, if you don't want to fill me in on details because you don't want to worry me, I appreciate that, but it's not necessary. I get more anxious when you don't tell me things because I worry there's something you feel the need to hide from me. But it, if it's because I'm your daughter and you don't feel it's my place to be informed on it, I understand and respect that. I just want to hear things about you from you instead of your ex-wife. And I feel like that's a fair request for your adult daughter to make. I'm not angry, not even upset. I'm just confused. Good job stating your own emotions. (laughs) And I want to understand the level at which you feel comfortable sharing your life with me so I can respect that boundary. That's very, very well worded text, Emily. Good job. Uh, When he responded, he was abrupt and explained why he told my mom his plan for treatment. Then I apologized for having upset him or crossed a boundary. And all he said was, nope. Nope. Maybe that's just how he is, you know? That sounds like one of your grandpas. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I still don't have a clear idea of what he feels I should know, but I know that the only way to be there is to support him 
is by respecting that it is his life and his cancer journey. And I don't have the right to disrespect him by intruding on that. Do you guys think there's more I can do or say to help him understand how I'm feeling about this? And do you guys think it's weird that his ex-wife is the first person he talks to about everything? I would love your advice and thoughts on how I handled it. Love you guys, Emily. So. Oh, and peanut butter on the waffle, I understand. But the egg would just ruin a good thing. Sorry, Dallin. Dang it. I thought she you. was going to say Literally she everyone with sides with me. <laughs> Nuh-uh. There's there have been a lot of people eh. that say eggs, syrup, and peanut butter on pancakes are really good. And waffles. A lot of people. Like the entire country. Like yeah. Trump. <laughs> Look, <laughs> billions of people have said they eat their breakfast like that every morning. Okay. Billions of truly well, even amazing more than me. people. Truly amazing. Truly amazing. And I have to tell you. They're great people. More than I thought. <laughs> okay. Okay. These are my now thoughts. Now that half the country just signed off. Um, I guess your parents didn't stay married, but it looks like they stayed kind of like confidants or friends or like they seem like a support system still. So I don't think like, it, like I don't know. He just shares his feelings with his ex-wife, but I guess they're still friends, which is great. He can choose who he shares things with. That's all I feel like. I don't think it's weird. People connect with different people on different topics and... Yeah. And obviously you hope that like that you want to be your dad's friend and you're grown up now and you hope that he like feels comfortable like sharing these things with you, but you can't control that. All you can do is just be his friend and, and express that you love him and care about him. And this has to happen on his own time. If for whatever own reasons that he has, he sounds very private. Yeah. Um, Like when things happen to me, the last thing I want to do is call people and tell them what's happening to me. I'll call like my mom and my sisters, but that's it. Like everyone else, like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to share details. I don't want to be the center of attention or like the, like the person that a conversation is rotating around or know that there's prayer lists out for me or, or group texts where people are just discussing my issues at in in depth. Mm -hmm. And that might just be how he's feeling. Like he just doesn't want to talk about it. The classic man dad man in general thing or is like feeling vulnerable vulnerability is really hard and men are told from a very early age that they need to buck up man up have things under control provide everything should be okay and you shouldn't need to worry about anything have to ask anybody for directions kind of to be and kind everyone of just else's like rock. you need to be the rock so maybe he feels that with you and doesn't want to express weakness to his daughter who he's felt so much pressure and anxiety about being you know her rock so like maybe he has some own things that he's working through and you just got to reassure him that you love him no matter what. He doesn't need to live up to any expectations he thinks he needs to live up to. And just like... Pretend that he's not sick around Pretend you. that he's not sick or imperfect because everybody's imperfect and maybe he has something like that going on. I don't know. But just like know that like people I feel like take things personally way more than they actually should. And it's usually something going on inside that person's own head rather than something that you did to them or didn't do to them that they wanted you to do something like that i mean it just boils down to like everyone does what they do because it either makes them feel happier or safer or you know like people are really generous and nice but they make big life decisions like who their friends are and who they talk to and who they share things with to kind of cater to their own needs and and he's just taking care of himself and maybe he needs to be being private right now about his you know, sickness, this very like scary thing for him is just his way of taking care of himself and he doesn't want to talk about it. I totally am that way. Like when I am pregnant, don't talk to me about, about my body, about my pregnancy, about your love for my unborn child. Like just don't talk to me about anything. 
because I just don't want to, I don't like thinking about it. I don't like talking about it. I don't like, I don't know. And he's probably, it's very different, obviously, but he just might be like a guy who doesn't like to be the center of all this attention. Mm -hmm. And what did Jenna say? She said like she, even though she was saying no to her friends every once in a while when she was feeling down or pregnant and couldn't go out, she still made a point to say, just so you know, I appreciate the invite still. Thank you so much for thinking about me or sending me the memes or keeping me included in conversations, even though I'm not, I'm sick or don't want to go out during this time of my life. So yeah. like that, I really appreciate it. Maybe and so he's maybe not if, saying that, but you could assume he's thinking that. You could that. assume that he's thinking that and little things you could do to show him that you're thinking about him or that you love him. You could just shoot him a text or send him a DoorDash food delivery of his favorite food. I don't know, but just little yeah, things you can do to show him that sneaky. you love him. Some people just need you to be sneaky around them. Like figure out what his treatment schedule is and DoorDash him like a Chick-fil-A lemonade when he's when he gets home from it or something. Yeah. Little things like that can go a long way to show people that Put you care Put a little post-it about. note on his car the night before like he has a treatment and he Stick can notes. see it as he... There As he go. goes in, that just says, hey, I love you. Thinking about Thinking you. About Good you. luck. Hope it goes well. And he, something like that, you know? So I wouldn't take it personally, Emily. I would just, I would find, just it, find a way to like sneakily just give him all the love that you can. Yeah. Even if he's like, because he'll probably like, it's nice to know someone's thinking of you and cares about you. Mm-hmm. And over time, like you just can't control how he treats you. You know, you can only control how you treat him and you know him better than us. But like little things like sending nope. It's just like him, his own way of reassuring you that he didn't take it personally or he's not offended or you didn't hurt him or anything like that. And he's probably just trying to stay strong for his daughter, you know? So just love him all you can and that's all you can do. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Thanks you guys for joining us. Hope you guys are doing well as always.